Welcome to the Way Fellowship Church of Dallas podcast series. Please enjoy this message by our own senior pastor, Tavares Gardner. He texts me talking about, I feel some kind of way. I'm like, I don't for what? Because I heard you was walking the chairs and I was in the back. That ain't my fault. Apostle, son, do something with your ministers. Uh, anybody remember what I said on last Sunday? Give me some points, some stuff that you wrote down from uh, last Sunday's message. Some of y'all can just pull up the email from the church. What'd you say about forgiveness? Come on. What about it? That's all you know? Forgiveness. Anytime you walk in the fence, you walk in and can't. Give me something else. It's whose job to kill our flesh? It's whose job? I mean, as I said on this fast, your flesh has been popping up real, real good. All right? Come on, what else did I talk about? Pastor Vincent waved his whole hand. All right? What else? Okay, our degree of maturity determines how we deal with offense. What else? Give me something else before I move on. Cain represents flesh, Abel represents spirit. And we're talking about the wanderer, and really the wanderer is really dealing with rejection and offense and all of that other kind of stuff. But as I was up, I didn't go to bed until almost 4 o'clock this morning just reading and studying because I need to take a turn because I I was in this house yesterday, and as I was in the house yesterday, I felt a strong spirit of perversion in this house. And I said, I was, and I was, I was back there, I was, we were in the fellowship hall yesterday, and I was sitting there, and, and as Apostle Cassandra was talking about, uh, we, were t- we were doing deliverance training, and uh, we were talking about the temple, how Apostle Pagani reference Solomon's temple to our, to this physical temple and how there are exits and entrances to the body and demons can come in through entrances and they go out in exits and some of our exits have been violated you got real quiet right there and uh, because we have put things in exits that should not be there I know it's going to get tight. It's probably going to get tighter as I go on. And uh, uh, I, I'm just going to have to be very candid. Uh, and y'all are, y'all are adults, and so don't get, you know, don't, uh, because everybody got one. Your anus was not designed for anything else than for stuff to come out. Come out. It's, Exit. Will you look at your neighbor and say, exit. I know y'all trying to figure out, oh my God, I probably picked the wrong Sunday to come. But uh, I noticed as, as we were talking, as Apostle Cassandra was talking, 
We've talked talking about the genitalia and, and the, 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 the woman's genitalia is an exit and an entrance. And the male genitalia, somebody said, Lord Jesus, is this, is this uh, sex 101? Uh, just, just follow. The male genitalia is an exit only. And anything that goes against what God has intended is called perversion. Everybody say perversion. perversion. Come on, look at your neighbor and say perversion. perversion. Look at your neighbor and say perversion. perversion. And what I'm finding out is that there are a lot of tongue-talking uh, Christians still dealing with some level of perversion. And it does not always have to be sexual. There's sexual perversion, and then there's all other types of perversion, all right? Uh, but I, I've got to deal with this because I didn't like what I smelled. I didn't like what I saw in the spirit, and I sure did not like what I heard as I was sitting down next to my wife yesterday in the fellowship hall. The, I heard the Holy Ghost say, there's a spirit of perversion in the house. Let's go ahead on and go to our, I mean, Lord, you can hear a rat pee on cotton. It's so quiet in here. Let's go ahead and read our favorite scripture. That'll be Genesis chapter 4. And we see right here that in Cain, he had a perverse heart. Because it went the opposite way than what God told him to do. So perversion is really a heart issue. So you're trying to stop masturbating. That's just a fruit of perversion. But if you have not gotten that heart aligned with God, you're going to go back 12 months later. No, maybe next month. If you have gluttony problem, that is a spirit of perversion. And you have not given your whole heart to God. It's quiet up in here. It's quiet. It's quiet. That's why, you know, I was talking about last Sunday about... Isaiah said, is this not the chosen fast to loose the bonds? Because a lot of us are loosed and we don't even know it. Because the enemy has, he has darkened our mind to certain areas because we have compartmentalized the Holy Ghost to certain areas. I want the Holy Ghost in this area. I don't want him in this area because I still like it. All right. All right, Lord Jesus is going to be tight. But guess what? But there's good news. There's going to be some deliverance after I get through preaching. All right, somebody said, I should have, y'all should have streamed online. Not doing it. All right. Then she bore Cain. It's Genesis chapter 4. Uh, we'll start at 1. Genesis chapter 4, and now, and now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore Cain, and then she bore again. And this time, 
this brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground uh, to the Lord and also brought the, of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. If you read over in, uh, I've been really studying the fat uh, because God, he loved the fat offering. I mean, they took the fat from when they killed an animal. They took the fat that was around uh, uh, some of the body parts, and God, would, he would require the fat to be burnt on the offering because he loved the fat. Study it. There's a significance for the fat that God loved. That's why he asked for the fat of the offering. All right, it's in the, if you study, I mean, just don't read the Bible. A lot of us read the Bible. <clears throat> it talks about, and you, you want to know why God required all these different, I'm telling you, I'm glad I didn't live in the Old Testament time because it seemed like every day they had to offer up a sacrifice. They had a burnt offering, a sin offering, a peace offering, a grain offering. A, oh, am I like, my Lord. Well, touch your neighbor Say no, don't, don't touch him. Just, just look at him and say, thank God for Jesus being the ultimate sacrifice, and there is no more need for sacrifice. It got quiet in here. So let's keep on reading. And, but the Lord, but he did not respect Cain and his offering, verse 5. Uh, and Cain was very angry, if I say very angry, and his countenance fell. Why? Because of offense rejection all right so the lord said to cain why are you angry why has your countenance fallen if you do well will you not be accepted and if you do not do well sin lies at the door and his desire is for you you have to understand saints of the lord that sin is sin's desire is to master you sin's desire is to overtake us I don't care about you speaking in no tongues. Sin's desire is to overtake us. You can sheet out on the masa all day long and fast all day. And as soon as you come off that fast, hey, that devil is right there. Even while you're on the fast, that devil is like. What was the girl, uh, Whoopi Goldberg on Color Purpose? That's the way Satan is waiting for us. Do you not know that Satan is always lurking and looking for opportunities to make us sin? No, 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 not make us sin, to tempt us to sin because Satan don't make you sin. He only suggests and you take the bait. It's quiet. It's quiet. All right, let's keep on reading. Verse 9, verse 8. Now Cain talked with, his, uh, with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood uh, cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed. Sin, as I've said numerous of times in this message, sins Sin opens the door for a curse to come upon you. All right? I, I don't know if y'all knew that or not. All right? So, so now you're cursed. You are cursed. So you are cursed 
from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. You felt a little sorry, but you didn't repent. And that's what I'm finding out is mostly our problem. We're sorry for getting caught, but we don't repent. Tears, most of us, we come down to the altar, we got these little tears, you're sorry for the sin, this message may convict you, and you're sorry, you're sorry, but does it make a heart change? Because repentance means I've turned around, and I'm going another way. Mm, it's real quiet in here. Can y'all just clap your hand, just make me feel better. Thank you. I told you, I gave you some of the uh, synonyms for the word wanderer, I mean the vagabond spirit. Um, wanderers come from the Hebrew word, this, 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 this thing that I found, it's called, I don't know how to say it, uh, saw, I think it's saw-all, uh, it's T-S-A-A-H. In the Strong's Concordance 6808, if you look it up, in the Strong, it, mean, it means to imprison or conquer and refers to bondage. So when you become, when you are full of offense and rejection, you automatically, and you don't deal with it, you step into the role of a vagabond and a wanderer and a fugitive. And as we see in the story of Cain, Cain was expelled from the presence of God because of the offense and because of the sin. All he had to do was repent. And I didn't hear one time or read one time in this story that Cain repented. God, I believe God would have been merciful had he repented. A vagabond or a wanderer is an outcast. Everybody say an outcast. Outcast. Everybody say an outcast. Now, when you step into the flesh and don't deal with the offense and rejection, uh, I, I found this last night. Uh, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Everybody say the kingdom of perversion. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 12 through 19. If we don't deal with this rejection, and rejection causes a whole lot of, ooh, a whole lot of sin nature things to come upon us. Rejection is a powerful demon. Offense 
really opens up the, I'm telling y'all, this offense and rejection, a lot of the saints are dealing with this. A lot of, I'm talking about tongue-talking folks, and folks that say they're going to heaven ain't going to heaven because you won't deal with your unforgiveness. You're still harboring stuff, and we become bitter. And bitterness and all of that stuff, just, it's, just, it's just a continued, a continued cycle. And it opens up the door for perversion. Your heart is already perverted. And so when, you, when your heart is perverted, it leads you down uh, a path that's going to be very destructive for you. Hebrews 4 and 12 through 13 says, the Bible says, for the word of God is alive. Everybody say alive. And active. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Not sword. Sword. Said with me, sword. Just like the L and salmon, and, and salmon is silent. It's salmon. Let me throw that out there. Let me also fix this while I'm in here. It's apostle, not apostle. Salmon, sword, apostle. I got to correct the saints. Lady G said one more time. Salmon. Sword, Sword. Apostle. apostle. Everybody say apostle. apostle. Let me hear this section right here. <laughs> Let me hear this section. Apostle. What? <laughs> Let me hear this section over here. Apostle. All right. So if I hear anybody saying apostle, you're going to give me $100. Cash app to virus guard. All right. Because your mouth is perverse. <laughs> All right. Here we go. And sharper than any two-edged swords, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit of joint and marrow, and able to judge or discern the thoughts and intents. Did y'all hear that? That the word of God can judge the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I'm not, when the Bible talks about heart, it is not talking about this thing that's beating behind your rib cage. The heart is the mind, particularly the subconscious mind, which is where a lot of stuff is stored, a lot of traumatic experiences is stored in the subconscious mind. Where do we have the most trouble at? In our minds. So your soul consists of three areas, mind, will, emotions. And those three rooms in our soul is where the enemy is really knocking us out. Because this soul has to be converted. Yesterday I was riding in my, was that yesterday or the other day I was riding in my truck and, uh, and uh, 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 this, you know, we come out to Church of God in Christ, and, and I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. When the old people, Mother Edwards and her sister, Mama Crutchfield, and, and all the older saints, when we would come and have shut-in and prayer, they would say, my soul says yes. Y'all yes. know. Yes. 
my soul. It didn't say my spirit. My spirit is good. Because I got the Holy Spirit, but it's that soulish part of me that got to align itself with the Holy Spirit, the renewed Christ on the, come on here, the Christ that's in me, come on here, that spirit has got to align, that soul has got to align itself under, because it's up under new management now. So everybody said, my soul says yes. What are you saying? Yeah, my soul says yes, Lord, to your will, not mine, to your mind, not mine. Come on here, to your ways, not mine. Come on here. What do you holler back at your boy and say, My soul says yes? Because that's the problem where we're having most of our trouble is in that soulless realm. Your spirit is fine, it's that soul. We saved, we saved, we saved, but it's that soul that needs conversion. There is no creature that is not revealed in his sight, for all things are bare and exposed to the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Notice that the verse refers to the word of God functioning as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. What this is basically saying is that the, that the more of the word you know, the more discernment you are operating. When you, flow, when you are flowing in discernment, hear me, the enemy cannot hide from you. When you are flowing in discernment, the enemy cannot hide from you. And fasting awakens your spirit, man. Come on here. It awakens your, come on, your spiritual, uh, your spiritual, it, it awakens, it starts alerting you to everything. Come on here. That's why my prayer has been, I don't know about y'all, but my prayer for these two weeks that we've been fasting, Lord, if there's any ounce of perversion in me, take it out. Any ounce of perversion in this soul, man. I need you. I can't be worried about Sabrina. I can't be worried about Cassandra. It's me. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And that's your problem. We try to monitor everybody else's conduct when you ain't even got yours under control. When you are flowing in discernment, the enemy cannot hide from you. There are three realms of discernment. Number one, an impartation of the gifts of discerning of the spirits by the Holy Spirit. Somebody said, wait a minute. Lord. There are three realms of discernment. Number one, you want to write this down? Right quick. Do your shorthand writing. An impartation of the gifts the gift of discerning of spirits. Somebody give it to her. No, here we go. Number one, an impartation of the gift of discerning of spirits. Number two, discernment developed through spiritual experience. Discernment Developed through spiritual experience. Lord, I got 19 minutes. Let's hurry up and do this. Number three, help me to preach Jesus. Or number two, oh my God, y'all writing slow? Y'all can't write fast? All right. 
I'm talking fast. Get the podcast. All right, come on. Let's y'all got number two. What's number two? Discernment developed through what? Number three, and discernment by way of the word of God. Got that? Discernment by what? So again, you can't hide from an all-seeing, all-knowing God. The word is a sword, not sword. Right? So as a result of rejection, through life's experiences, I'm going to hit something. If we don't deal with the offense and the rejection, oh my God, uh, because the heart is perverse, we start, we start going down this path, start going down this path, start going down this path. As a result of rejection that enters a life through sexual abuse, molestation, incest, rape, especially if we have suffered trauma in our childhood, some type of rejection, some type of offense, some mainly rejection, uh, we can open our, we can be opened to the spirit of perversion. You understanding what I'm saying? We can open, be open up to the spirit of perversion. Lord. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, 15 through 17, watching diligently so that no one falls short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up to cause trouble, and many become defiled by it. Lest there be any sexual, immoral, or profane person as Esau, who, was, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. Look at your neighbor said perversion. perversion. You know he was perverted that you sold your birthright for some beans. I just want some pinto beans with some ground beef in it and some cornbread. That's all I want, especially on today. Like, it's cold today. I just want some red beans with some ground beef in it. Come on and put a little ham hock in it if you want to. And, and come on here and put a little tomatoes in there. Come on, that little rotel in there. Come on here, somebody. And give me some hot water cornbread. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Uh, y'all don't know nothing about no hot water cornbread. Uh, y'all like that, that jiffy. But come on here. Big Mama had hot water. Oh, y'all, y'all. She didn't know nothing about no Jiffy. What is that? She made cornbread from scratch and put it in that iron, cast iron skillet. Y'all don't know nothing about that. All right. And I'm not talking about the, the, the uh, I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about uh, 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 this new way that we're cooking beans now, where we go, go get a, uh, uh, that black can, what's that, uh, ranch style beans and wash it off. But I'm talking about, no, that's the easy way of cooking red beans and putting ground beef. You wash them beans off, you put your little chili powder in there, oh, I'm telling my business. I used to do that way because I didn't want to let the beans soak overnight. Okay, but let's go on. 
Y'all done got perverted. Think about food. All right. And so the Bible says, for you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. But you had already, with your perverted heart, you desired food more than you liked what you, what you was, what was supposed to be yours, your birthright. Your heart was perverted that you, you exchanged your birthright for a piece of bean. And some of us are giving up our birthrights for worldly lusts that knocks us off of the course of destiny because I want what I want. I don't want what God has for me. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Outward show of repentance, but no inward change. Notice that one of the root problems people have sometime as a result of the hurts or trauma they may have experienced is called the root of bitterness. Basically, we see all of this happening with Cain. He was rejected by the Lord because he decided to bring the Lord what he wanted and not what he required. That's a whole nother subject right there. So his heart was perverse, and he got mad at his brother because his heart was, was right towards God because he brought, the, he brought the firstling and the fat, which is what God wanted. That means, that, that mean, let me tell you, you can't bring God any old kind of worship. That's why I'm a stickler for these people up here. And, and when I was over the worship team, you cannot be hoeing on Friday and Saturday and come up here and lift your dirty hands and then tell me to enter in the worship. Well, you ain't entered in at all. You've been entering something else that ain't got... Don't tell me to enter in and you've been entering and have folks entering into you. I said what I said and I ain't taking it back. Don't tell me to lift my hands and I can't even feel the anointing coming from your lips. You, 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 when you up here singing, that spirit of perversion is being released over the atmosphere and no wonder people feel goosebumps. It ain't the anointing, it's that lust. Ain't lying. That's why you got to be holy when you up here singing or at least practicing holy. The musicians, you got to live holy too. Because when you're playing, what are you releasing? When you release the sound, is there a sound of perversion? And then when the preacher come up, he got to fight through all of these spirits that you didn't release up here. Talking about you got the anointing. You ain't got no anointing. Oh, 
And then if the pastor up here bound too, he trying to preach freedom. First, he got to get unbound. Come on here. So he can unbind y'all. I wish I had a church in here. so hard on the preachers and the Levites because I just read last night this morning while y'all was asleep Nadab and Abihu the sons of Aaron just came off a seven day consecration came off a consecration. The eighth day, God said, I want y'all to present sacrifice. Because y'all getting ready to go into service now. Y'all, they decided, because they've been, now they had been celebrating. They decided to take one of them incense things. A censer, is that what it's called? And uh, they, they got some fire, but they took the fire from the wrong altar. They took it off the altar of burning instead of the altar that was in front of the holy place. Mm -hmm. Took the wrong fire and then had nerve to sprinkle some stuff on it. And God struck them jokers dead right there. He said, y'all going to respect my name. Put some respect on my name. God killed them right there and in front of everybody to let them know, y'all ain't gonna, you're not gonna come up in my house and think you're gonna do whatever you wanna do and serve me and serve my people. They're offering up strange fire. But we understand they offered up strange fire because they were intoxicated by another spirit. They had been drinking. That's why later on, God told them, He said, This is a perpetual decree. None of y'all are supposed to be drinking. And a lot of people are intoxicated with another spirit while they're up here trying to lead folks. Come on here. And you're offering up strange and defilement before the people. And no wonder the people can't get saved and set free and delivered because the whole team up here is bound. Because you got a perverse heart. Because you have not said, God, have all of me, not some of me. Y'all well, don't, don't, Lord Jesus. I know it's tight. 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 When bitterness is in your heart, it can lead you directly into sexual immorality. When you have unresolved hurts, come on here, Cain. Anger, rejection, bitterness unforgiveness, resentment, and so on, the devil attempts to drive you, us, into sexual sin. He often starts by causing rejection to come in your life at a very young age. If not a young age, when you get older. And if you don't get rid of that stuff, I can't hear nobody say nothing, you're going down a path. Some may say, I don't care what people think, you lying. You're lying. You're a liar. I don't care what nobody say. 
Well, how you say it? Look how you said it. Let's me know you do care. I don't care if nobody said Shut up. You're lying. Yes, you do. I want you to, under, I want you to say back to me, rejection hurts. rejection hurts. Has anybody here been rejected? Yes. Don't it hurt? Yes. All right. Say it with me again. Rejection hurts. Rejection hurts. We all want to be loved and accepted. Is that not right? Yes. And we should be. The pain of rejection can become so consuming that finding any way to cover up or to escape the pain is all our souls and spirits want to do. Rejection causes, listen to me very carefully, rejection causes an insatiable uh, desire to be loved and accepted while still holding on to fear that you will not be accepted. can see how even in rejection that people deal with some level of double-mindedness. The rejected personality or person seeks love and attention many times through ungodly connections that include perverse behavior and sexual sin. So a lot of people, a lot of saints are in sexual sin, perversion. I, oh, my God. Because the root is you're rejected. You're looking for love. You're looking to be accepted by somebody and by any means necessary with a perverse heart because you don't understand that rejection is fueling your masturbation. Rejection is fueling your pornography. Rejection is fueling your insatiable sexual desire. Rejection is fueling all types of lust, lust of the eyes, lust. Of, why y'all quiet? You ain't clapping your hands, ain't saying nothing. Rejection fuels all this type of stuff and you say, huh? la 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 la. Won't you use them same tongues and ask God to subdue your heart? We're living in an age now that the Bible is very true in the book of Timothy. I'm seeing this so much in particularly the black church. The black church. We got a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You got to dance. You got to la, 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 la. You can sing. You can speak and talk. You even know how to pray real good. Because you have copied somebody else's way of praying that ain't even your own prayer. And because the folks are bamboozled, they don't know anointing from real, from the fake. Oh, man of God, you sure did pray. Yeah, but you still, got, you still got that Negro on your bed. Man of God. Woman of God. You still sleeping with somebody else's husband. Woman of God, with your praying self. With your prophesying self. Gifted. But ain't converted. That strong, why y'all, I mean, it's quiet in here, it's quiet as a mouse. Because God wants to comfort his spirit of perversion. 
Because you think you're going to get all the promises of God. Let me tell you something. If you don't give all of your heart to God, hallelujah, some of you are going to still be bound 50 years from now. And you're going to pass this thing on to, you're going to pass this iniquity on to your generation after you. If you don't ask God to cleanse your heart. The more we grow, the more we find out we need more deliverance. God did not give them more land until they grew. The children of Israel, when they went into the promised land, he said, uh, he said uh, I'm, gonna leave the, I'm not going to clear out all the land because you can't handle it now. But the more you grow, the more I clear out. Oh, it didn't like that. So rejection causes an insatiable desire to be loved and accepted while still holding on to the fear that one is unlovable and will never be accepted. Listen, perversion does not come alone. It comes with a cluster of demons. Everybody say cluster. cluster. On the vine... You don't see one grape. On the grapevine, you see, a, you see clusters of grapes. And many of us in our deliverance, and what, what we're teaching here is that many of us, we call out foot soldiers, but we don't call out the master spirit. And so when, I call, when we call out the foot soldiers, you still got the master demon still in control. And so that's why it's easy for you to go back because we ain't hit the master demon. Boy, I mean, blessed quietness, holy quietness. Everybody say cluster of demons. Here are their names. Here's just a few of their names with the spirit of perversion. Homosexuality, lesbianism, fetishes, molestation, homosexuality, lesbianism, fetishes, molestation. So you trying to you trying to hit homosexuality? I call out the spirit of homosexuality. That demon like, okay, I'll come on out. But you still got the master demon, rejection. Because homosexuality is just a fruit. See, a lot of churches trying to kill the fruit. But you got to get to the root. You bashing a fruit. All day long until you get to the root of that homosexual, of that lesbian. I mean, y'all, it is quiet up in here. Here we go. Other sexual impurities such as porn, masturbation, fantasy, incest, pedophilia. 
sodomy. A lot of people don't think that's wrong. Your mouth was made to praise the Lord. Any foreign object were not designed to go in your mouth. Somebody asked me, uh, Apostle, is oral sex bad? I said, what was, what was the last part of, uh, of that word, that compound word you said? Sex? Are you married? No, but ain't no penetration. You penetrating the mouth. I know I am. But, and they quiet. You're quiet. You say, I can't believe this preacher is talking. Eels, because it's going on in the body of Christ, and don't nobody want to talk about it. Don't nobody want to talk. All y'all want is bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. If you don't get your soul together, you ain't going to get no bless me, bless me. You're going to get hell, hell, hell. Because your mouth was not, your mouth was designed to give God glory. Thank you for joining our podcast today. If you would like more information about our ministry or if you would like to sow a seed, visit us at www.twfcdallas.org.